Hey there, and thanks again for joining me on Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we're going to jump into a brand new book, which is the Book of Hebrews. Now, this is a this is a great book, and we're actually not entirely sure who wrote this letter. And this letter is really a it's a long form sermon, and it has it's just chocked full with with so much insight, so much theology. And right from the outset, this book begins just loaded with truth that makes us marvel. And, and that's really the goal of this entire book. This book, its goal is to make us marvel, particularly to marvel at the person and work of Jesus Christ. This book emphasizes over and over again that Jesus is supreme. He's superior to everything. And, and that's where we're going to start. We're going to start in Hebrews chapter 1, looking at the first few verses. So look with me here, starting in verse 1. Here's, here's where the book of Hebrews begins. It says, Long ago, at many times, and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. So this is saying God has historically spoken to us through the prophets. The revealed word of God are written down as recorded. But look at verse 2. It says, But. This is a contrast. There is a change. It says, But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. This last, this final revelation is, is the re revelation of Jesus Christ, the son whom he appointed, the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. So what we see here is Jesus is the first and the last, right? He's, he's the heir of all things. He's going to end up having all things. And he is the one that, that he's the creator. Ultimately, this is Christ. And God has spoken many ways and many times through prophets, but now with an act of finality, he has spoken through his son, Jesus Christ. And then it describes Jesus. And this is the, this is the jaw-dropping, mind-blowing moment. We're, we're, we're just meant to really just be in awe of Jesus. It says he, he is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. Now this, we've already seen Jesus as creator. Now we see that he is the, the radiance of the glory of God, that he is the imprint of God in his nature. He's God in the flesh. And he, Jesus, he upholds the universe by the word of his power. Not only is he creator, he is sustainer. And not only is he sustainer, he is savior. It says, after making purification for sins, he sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. His work of salvation is finished. And he's, he's ultimately received this name higher than any angel. Jesus is superior than the angelic beings. This is who Jesus is. Now, if you were to continue and read through more of this, this first chapter, you'd see how Jesus really is. He, he thinks about him that nothing has ever happened like this to an angel because Jesus is above the angels. He is beyond the angels. He is superior. And so this is what we find. We find that we have the, the final word in Jesus. We find we have the, the world created in Jesus. We find we have the world sustained in Jesus. We find that we have the world saved in Jesus. I mean, 
you, you, you starting to get the theme here. Jesus is to be, he's to be adored. He's to be worshipped. He's to be honored. He's to be lived for. He is to be seen as the one superior to, to everything else. Now, this is a, this is lofty language. This is, this is a high-minded theology. This is meant to lead us to just understand the beauty of the glory of Jesus Christ. And, and I want to pause here because I think sometimes we become very familiar with Jesus. We become uh, almost like so familiar that we become complacent with Jesus. We forget that he, in fact, is superior. He becomes common. And when he's common and familiar, we stop remembering that he is, in fact, seated at the right hand of the majesty on high, that he is, in fact, king of kings and lord of lords. He, he's the one that all glory is due. He's the one that we should worship and, and be amazed at. And so that said, the ancient way for our modern day, it's, it's a very simple, simple truth. Jesus is superior. And in his superiority, Jesus is to be loved. He's to be honored. He's to be worshiped. And, and not loved as we define love. And not honored as we define honored. And not worshiped as we define worshiped. But these things, they should be defined by him. They're defined with a, with a holy life. They're defined by a sacrificial life. They're defined by a life that's engaged in the bride of Christ, the, the ministry of the local church. This is the kind of life that, that lives as if Jesus is superior. Now, let me ask you, if there was someone to be an, an outside observer of your life, maybe you have this, maybe you have a friend, a family member that, that knows you decently, would they know that Jesus ranks supreme in your life? Would your coworkers, would they know that Jesus ranks supreme in your life? Would they understand that your affection for him, that your desire to honor him because of who he is and what he's done, that he is the most important thing in your life? Because that's what these first four verses call us to. They call us to living with that kind of dedication. Again, not out of what we can earn. The work's been done. He is seated. He has finished the work of salvation. We're not trying to earn something. He's already earned it. He's already given it freely. But we are trying to live in light of what he's done. So let me just ask you to consider this question a little longer. Are, are you living that way? Do those around you, do they know that Jesus is supreme? Do they know that Jesus outranks every affection and every allegiance in your life? And if not, what, what do you need to do? What needs to change in your attitude, in your actions, in your words? What needs to, needs to change in who you are so that everyone will know who Jesus is? And this is our ancient way for our modern day.